Good morning. This is the Tanya for Tuesday, the 10th of Tevet. Our two souls wrestle with each other, each trying to knock the other down in order to claim victory. Where is the battle arena? What are they fighting over? This is not a fight between logic and emotion. After all, each soul has a separate system of how its mind and emotions work, and they operate completely independently. The battlefield is the body, like two kings fighting over one city which both want to conquer. In this battle, both kings want to accomplish the same two things. Number one, to conquer the city regardless of the will of the inhabitants. And number two, to actually control the city, indicating that the residents accept the new authority. The inhabitants of the city are the 248 organs and limbs of our bodies. Each of the souls wishes to maintain full control of the body at all times. So what's the agenda of the divine soul? What does it want? The divine soul wants that all the organs of the body should be busy only with things that the divine soul finds attractive, which is doing the right thing and fulfilling the will of God, even if doing so is not so comfortable. The divine soul wants that you have no desire to act otherwise and that the body would view itself as a single entity with the soul and that its entire existence is simply an extension of the soul itself. So let's look at the case of charity. The divine soul wants you to give charity, even if you don't feel like it. Even better would be if you wake up in the morning already looking out for a needy person to assist and that you'd view money exclusively through the lens of its spiritual purpose, which is that the whole reason you have money is for charity and to help others. This might sound like the perspective of a unique and holy person, but truthfully, it's the desire of every divine soul, even if we don't feel that way openly. How does the divine soul let her will be known? The key is the mind. The divine soul wants the mind to be engaged in matters of holiness. And once the brain is conquered, the way forward is easy. When your mind is in the right place, the emotions that follow will be too. Feelings of love and passion will be directed to God, for example. And when the heart is so full of love for God, the feeling overflows from the right side, where the divine soul resides, to the left side, where the animal soul resides. And then the result is that the animal soul changes completely over from attraction to physical pleasure to passion for godliness instead. And this is the ultimate goal of the divine soul. How does she go about conquering the, divine, the animal soul? Very simple. She knows the language of the animal soul. The animal soul desires pleasure. She wants everything to be comfortable, pleasurable, fun, and of course, convenient. The easiest and most accessible indulgences are food, fashion, and physical pleasure. And that's what the animal soul is attracted to most. As much as she gets, she wants more and more of it. The problem is these things do not bring true contentment. The animal soul simply doesn't know of any other options. If she can be convinced to try a better quality, more long-lasting pleasure, she'd totally go for it. And this is the strategy of the divine soul, to get the animal soul to understand that true pleasure is spiritual pleasure. In the battle between pleasure and purpose, purpose always wins in the long term. The internal joy and pleasure is incomparable to anything else. Once the animal soul experiences this, material pleasures melt into nothingness. This is the dream of the divine soul and what she aims to accomplish. From the viewpoint of the animal soul, what does she think she wants? Ostensibly, she also wants to conquer and control the body, fighting with all her might to achieve the exact opposite of the divine soul. She hopes to be comfortable and happy and that the brain won't keep disturbing her with inspiring lectures. She wants to just be left alone and enjoy herself. But this is only at first glance. 
Shockingly, her true inner will is the exact same thing as the divine soul. Deep down, the animal soul acknowledges that she is just a pawn in the game of free choice created by God. The whole reason we need this piece in the game is just so that we can use it to climb higher to the level of the divine soul. We've now received an answer to the question we asked a few days ago, why was evil created to begin with? It turns out that the klipot, the evil of the world, the animal soul, are not enemies of spirituality as much as they are training equipment. They are a means to strengthen your love for and your connection to God. Have a wonderful day.